Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's October 5th, 2018. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Venom. When Eddie Brock acquires the powers of a symbiote, he will have to release his alter ego, Venom, to save his life. Directed by Ruben Fleischer from a screenplay by Scott Rosenberg, Jeff Pinkner, and Kelly Marcel. Stars Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, Scott Hayes, and Reed Scott. It is intended to be the first film in Sony's Marvel Universe. Well, it's not off to a good start. It's only at 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of interest in this. It just, it doesn't look like my kind of movie. Maybe if it was tied into Marvel's Cinematic Universe, but it's off on its own. Well, it's not, it's not that to me. It looks like it's trying to be like super grotesque and dark, like way darker than the other comic book movies we've been getting. And like, it's, I think it's trying to set itself apart by doing that, but it's just not, it just doesn't look like my style. Well, it doesn't look like it's most people's style. <laughs> no. And I really love Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams. So I'm kind of disappointed that this doesn't look like something I want to see. Also out, A Star is Born. A musician helps a young singer and actress find fame, even as age and alcoholism sends his own career into a downward spiral. Directed by Bradley Cooper in his directorial debut, Cooper wrote the screenplay with Will Fetters and Eric Roth. Stars Cooper, Lady Gaga, Andrew Dice Clay, Dave Chappelle, and Sam Elliott. Andrew Dice Clay is an interesting addition there. I wasn't aware he was still doing anything. Well, this one's doing much better with critics. It's at 94%. And that's with like a lot of reviews already. 189, 177 fresh and only 12 rotten. This is like a remake of a remake of a remake. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there's a a lot of them. There's four or five of these. Yeah. I've never seen a single one though. So I don't even know the story. So I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Um, I would watch this. Probably not in the theater, but I'll watch it. It's got the reviews. Yeah. And finally, in wide release, Shine. Two Puerto Rican brothers from New York, Spanish Harlem, and the street's best salsa dancers are separated after a tragedy, only to reunite years later on opposite sides of gentrification. This one doesn't have a tomato meter. Doesn't seem like a bit good sign, but no. you never know. Hmm. In limited release, The Hate You Give. Star witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend Khalil at the hands of a police officer. Now facing pressure from all sides of the community, Star must find her voice and stand up for what is right. That's weird to put like star witness next to each other because Mm. that's a thing, (laughs) but it's just her name. I don't know. It threw me off for a second. It's got two R's, so you can't really get confused. When you're reading it. This one's at 96%. It looks interesting. I think this is going wide in a few weeks. Also out in limited release, Loving Pablo. A journalist strikes up a romantic relationship with notorious drug lord Pablo Escobar. 
Don't want to bring him home. 26%, not so good. Await further instructions. It's Christmas Day and the Milgram family wake to find a mysterious black substance surrounding their house. Something monumental is clearly happening right outside their door. But what exactly? An industrial accident? A terrorist attack? Nuclear war? Venom? Descending into terrified arguments, they turn on the television. Desperate for any information, on screen a message glows ominously. Stay indoors and await further instructions. Was that you who threw in Venom? Yeah. Because it did sound like that. I was going to be like, a symbiote? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, but even with that premise that sounds really not so great it's at, right now it's at a hundred percent how many reviews <laughs> only six mm. so maybe it's just their friends but um Possible. i don't know it don't might know. it might be good we'll see yeah what's new John Favreau has announced details regarding his forthcoming Star Wars live-action series, which will be called The Mandalorian, posted Favreau on Instagram. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. And this is for the uh streaming service and uh, um explain what a mandalorian is 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 that like the place where jango fett came from is he a mandalorian so the armor that boba fett and jango fett wear is mandalorian armor they i believe current canon states that they are not actually mandalorians themselves they are just wearing the armor of mandalorians at one point in the expanded universe they were Mandalorians, and there was this whole subculture uh, built around it, and a lot of that, I guess, got discarded even before the Disney sale, uh, because they kind of delved into it in the Clone Wars series, and it kind of changed what already had been established in the expanded universe in the books. But, but yes, it's Mandalorians are what the armor is that Boba Fett and Jango Fett wear. And mm. they're a type of a warrior race that exists in the galaxy. So I have my Do suspicions. They use, always use jetpacks too? Or? I believe so, yeah. That's, that's part of their thing. And um, I have my suspicions that this is just going to ultimately end up being Boba Fett. Like, he got out of the Sarlacc pit. They don't want to say it yet, but I mean... It says another warrior emerges. Yeah, that could just be misdirection. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I guess yes. it's possible it will just be another person. Or it could be somebody wearing Boba Fett's armor. So it's not technically Boba Fett, mm. but a Mandalorian. I, I don't know. I think that they should write him out of the Sarlacc pit. That's what happened in the Expanded Universe. But that's not canon anymore, right? It's not canon anymore, but I do believe... I, I, I do, do not like when things bring people back from the dead. It really makes me mad. I'm still mad about Ian Malcolm. Well, I mean, they didn't kill him off in the movie, but they did kill him off in the book, and then they brought him back in the next book. Mm-hmm. But I believe there was somebody had asked George Lucas before he sell, sold Lucasfilm if Boba Fett survived, and I believe he said he did. So it's possible. It'll and they happen. should have showed that happening in the movie. I don't like surprise non-deaths. Well, I think it's cheating. I'm not that big a fan of Boba Fett or Mandalorians to begin with. I am not necessarily that excited that this is what this whole series is going to be about. I mean, I I'm sure... Know. It sounds like it could be cool. It could be I cool, mean... but 
I feel like there's so many other things they could explore. You just want them to explore Gungans. I do. (laughs) Nobody else wants that, though. No, there's a lot of people who do. I think we need to move on. According to Deadline, Michelle Williams is set to star as Krista McAuliffe in The Challenger, a feature film about the 1986 space shuttle tragedy. The Challenger will follow the true story of McAuliffe, a New Hampshire high school teacher who was selected to join NASA's Teacher in Space project. She eventually became part of the astronaut crew on the Space Shuttle Challenger, which launched from Cape Canaveral on January 28, 1986. The shuttle exploded 73 seconds after takeoff on live TV, killing all seven aboard. This sounds like it's going to be a very sad movie, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to see it. I mean, this is like... A big moment in our childhood. Yeah, it's it's part of our history, you know. And you love Michelle Williams. That too. (laughs) And I love NASA space. For the wrap, Netflix is developing both TV series and film projects based on C.S. Lewis's The Chronicles of Narnia series. Netflix and the C.S. Lewis company signed a multi-year deal, making this the first time one company has held the rights to all seven books. This sounds like it's going to be good. According to Variety, Disney is developing a live-action version of Lilo and Stitch. Dan Lin and Jonathan Eyrick of Rideback are producing the remake with Mike Van Wace hired to write the script. It is not yet known whether Lilo and Stitch will be a standard theatrical release or for its upcoming streaming service that is set to launch in 2019. Variety reports that Jon Stewart will direct Irresistible, a political satire based on his original idea. Sources say Steve Carell is the top choice to star, though financing and scheduling need to be worked out first yeah so there's no there's no plot information released yet about this but i'd probably see it although i i didn't actually see his last movie rosewater or his only other movie that he directed for coming soon capcom has announced a live action Mega Man feature film to be written and directed by henry juiced and ariel shulman in other items ansel elgort has been cast in steven spielberg's west side story Oh yeah, he was in Baby Driver. The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle release date changed from April 2019 to January 17th, 2020. And that's with Robert Downey Jr., right? Yeah, and I think it's like a big, good, famous cast. According to The Wrap, Chelsea Peretti will be leaving Brooklyn Nine-Nine during its upcoming sixth season. She also said that it doesn't mean that she won't ever be back. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't in as much. Yeah, she spent a lot of last season not there also. Maternity leave. So I don't know what else she's doing. And even when she came back, I feel like they didn't really know what to do with her anymore. Damon Wayans will be leaving Lethal Weapon after the end of the current third season. His original co-star and partner on the series, Clayne Crawford, was fired after the end of last season. Oh, maybe they should just cut it out now. I mean... He's leaving at the end of this season, so I don't know if they're going to bother renewing it since both original stars are now going to be gone. But I don't know. You never know. I believe Sean William Scott replaced Clayne Crawford. Oh. So, who That actually seems better. According to The Wrap, Rosie Perez has been cast as Renee Montoya in 
the Birds of Prey film. Similar to Harley Quinn, she was a character created for Batman the Animated Series, although she was introduced in the comics prior to the airing of the show. Army Hammer has joined the cast of Death on the Nile. Deadline reports that the upcoming epics crime drama Godfather of Harlem has landed Giancarlo Esposito in a starring role opposite Forrest Whitaker. Oh, sounds like a good cast. And it that's does. Gus from Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. as well as Better Call Saul. Uh oh. How much longer can it go for, though? I mean, I feel like we're getting close to Breaking Bad time. No, we still got like four years before Breaking Bad. Oh really? But I think there's there's rumors it was going to take another time jump this season. I think we're getting at least one more season, but yeah, that might be it. That's how many seasons we had of Breaking Bad, although yeah. it was split into two different years. It feels like it's, you know, coming to no. the end. Like no. it's more than halfway they need through. To, they need to keep going. They need to go into Breaking Bad time and then past Breaking Bad time. And then we need the Kim spinoff. Kate Beckinsale, John Malkovich, Jason Sudeikis, Jillian Bell, and Edie Falco are in the process of finalizing their deals to join Charlie Day's directorial debut, El Tonto. What's new to streaming? Netflix got Truth or Dare, Empire Games, Little Things Season 2, Super Monsters Season 2, and a film called Super Monsters Save Halloween. It's Halloween and the Super Monsters are ready to celebrate with candy, costumes, and music to get you in the mood. Creeped Out, a Netflix original. This kid's anthology series features spine-shivering tales of sinister neighbors, creepy ghouls, and technology out of control and more. Another Netflix original, Dancing Queen. Yes, he owns a successful dance studio, but Justin Johnson also slays on stage as drag superstar Alyssa Edwards. It's a fierce, full, and fabulous life. Malevolent, a Netflix film. A brother-sister team who fake paranormal encounters for cash get more than they bargained for when a job at a haunted estate turns very, 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 very real. And finally, Netflix film, private life. A couple coping with infertility struggles to keep their marriage afloat as they navigate the world of assisted reproduction and adoption. I want to see this one. This was written by the person who wrote Slums of Beverly Hills and some other movies um, and it looks kind of funny but dark and dark humor. Okay, we can watch it. On Amazon, The Man in the High Castle Season 3. Ugh, we gotta watch that. We do. And for a million dollars more. Hulu got RBG, The Gospel According to Andre, Into the Dark, The Body, a series premiere, Superstore, season four premiere, and Will and Grace, season 10 premiere. Stars got The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Tremors, and Tremors 2, 3, and 4. So last week we ran a poll, what's your favorite Kevin Hart movie? Jumanji won with 50% of the vote in a tie for second, Secret Lives of Pets, and Central Intelligence. Ride Along got zero votes. Poor Ride Along. So, yeah, I guess not too big a surprise there. Yeah, I think I voted for Jumanji. And I would have voted for Secret Lives of Pets, but I don't think I voted, no. So this week, in honor of Venom coming out, what's your favorite Tom Hardy movie? Locke, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Dark Knight Rises, or Inception? So I'd go for Locke, I believe. That's definitely yeah. the movie I... I think me too. I mean, I really like Inception and The Dark Knight Rises. Mad Max, Fury Road wasn't bad either. But um, I don't know, Locke was different, and I liked it. Yeah. And he it was all 
him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was definitely a showcase for him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let us know what you think. Daily Show Pod on Twitter. And we'll discuss the results next week. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off. Thank you.